Welcome to the new MSology podcast series. I'm your host, Stephen Manners, editor of MSology. For this series, we've invited specialist MS nurses from across Canada to talk about some of the symptoms you may experience in your day-to-day life with MS. For this podcast, our topic is balance problems. And to talk about it, I'm very happy to welcome two guests. Janet Brown, who's a nurse at the MS Centre at St. John's, Newfoundland, and Peggy Cook, an MS specialist at St. John, New Brunswick. Let's start with you, Peggy. Uh, So what sorts of balance problems are we talking about? Uh, Well, Stephen, balance, decreased balance is a very common symptom with MS patients. Most patients will have some type of problems with their balance. It could be a temporary problem if they're having a relapse and balance is part of that relapse, or it could be a progressive problem that that uh, that they have trouble with over time that could progressively get worse. And the reason for that usually is just like most of your MS symptoms, the signal if I turn a corner or if I lift my leg, my brain is able to adjust for that quickly. But for someone with MS, those signals encounter speed bumps along the way in their brain or their spinal cord. And so that signal can get interrupted and it takes a little bit longer for their brain to readjust and put them back on an even keel. So uh, it's, it's very common, and like I said, it could be temporary uh, if, it's, if it's part of your relapse, or it could be a progressive side effect that you will always have, and, and you'll have to, to learn to, to cope with that and be careful. Now, are there specific situations that, that, uh, where balance problems can crop up? Janet, you have? Absolutely. Uh, you know, there's not... Very many patients who do not contact any MS nurse without having some type of balance issues, whether in the morning that they feel great and they hop out of bed too quickly, and, oh my God, I should have sat on the side of the bed. So sometimes we, we try to teach patients to recognize what degree that they have and what things might bring it on, like if they're overtired, if they're stressed, if they have an infection heat intolerance. So we try to teach our patients what their triggers are to help them prevent them from having falls, which we see quite common with people with balance issues. And, you know, we we teach them tips to keep cool when they're overheated. If they go to a drugstore or the shopping mall and they know that they're going to get overtired and their legs might get a little bit wobbly, we tell them, you know, hang on to a cart that will help with your balance. Sometimes they have to use different types of mobility aids like a walker or a cane, but not necessarily so because it's not only those things that you need. You have to be mindful of rugs in your home. You might have to get an occupational therapist in to assess your home that there might be cues that that person may not see that is a danger to them because they may not be able to lift their leg in time and then they end up tripping or falling or they just might have balance issues because of the their whole mechanism of their MS. So is the balance problem originating in the in the legs for example or is it originating in your sense of balance? So so it is it does originate within your within your brain. That is that is where it happens. I mean, it can be if you have a weakness and in one leg or if you're you have a foot drop on one side then yes it would feel like your balance is being put off but actual lesions MS lesions in your brain will cause you to have problems with your balance okay and are there things specific at risk 
situations that they should really be careful with? Uh, stairs, for example, or? Stairs is very important. And also there are specific balance exercises that you can do. And a lot of times we refer patients to a physiotherapist who is familiar with MS because they can teach those patients those types of exercise, which they should do on a regular basis. And also, too, there are some balance wellness centers that are set up by physiotherapies. Now, that's private and it's not covered, you know, by MCP, but we can certainly refer them if they have private insurances. Okay. Um, can you give some kind of suggestions? Um... Physiotherapists are great at this. They have exercises that are targeted to help improve your balance. And really what you're doing is you're practicing your balance. And that's how it becomes better. Uh, one simple one would be standing beside a table and putting your hand on the table and standing on one foot. But make sure you're close to something because if you lose your balance, you don't want to fall and hurt yourself. So you can do that, switch sides, turn around and lift the other foot. Uh, and that is making your brain practice keeping your balance. Uh, be very careful when you're turning around corners. If you're going into a wide open space where there isn't a railing for you to hang on to, take your time, give your brain time to adjust to do that. But a physiotherapist can give you a sheet to take home and there are very simple exercises that you can do at home on your own time and it helps sort of retrain your brain. It helps your brain to learn how to um, have balance again. Okay. Now are there other issues such as medications that they might be taking that that could be a problem? It, it can. There are certain types of medications that we have to be mindful of because they can make patients more tired and then they will get more balance issues. But, you know, a lot of sometimes those medications, we tell them take them at bedtime as opposed to in the daytime when they're doing a lot of activities. And the, the key thing, too, is we, we pointed out with regards to stairs. Sometimes patients say, I do the stairs perfectly, but a lot of times they can go up the stairs, but they have difficulties getting down. So sometimes we tell patients you might have to take them one at a time, you know, like your baby stepping down the stairs. Or sometimes patients say, I feel more comfortable. I just sit on my bum and just kind of slide down a little bit, especially if they want to do their laundry. So we, we tell them not to take a like a basket full of clothes down, put it in a bag, they can just flick it down over the stairs, or get, best thing is get someone to help you, but not too many children or husbands like doing laundry, <laughs> as we know. <laughs> and as Janet mentioned, taking medications at bedtime, um, everyone is a little off balance when they get up through the middle of the night and it's dark. So make sure that the path from your bed to your bathroom is well lit so that you have a, something close to your bed, whether it's a remote or a lamp or a nightlight that you can turn on, sit on the side of the bed for just 30 seconds, make sure you get your bearings, and then, then stand up and see, you know, test the waters and then walk to the bathroom because a lot of the falls do happen in the middle of the night and in the dark. So it's important to take your time, turn on a light, and some people don't even risk that. They'll have a commode chair next to their bed. Mm -hmm. So if the bathroom is quite a trek, if you have to go down a long corridor or if it's you have to go up or down stairs, it might be better to have a chair, a commode chair next to your bed so that you don't risk that fall and injuring yourself in the bathroom. And presumably you should police the area in that 
if you have throw rugs or a, yes. or a bathroom rug or whatever. If you have your you dog sleeping at the side of the bed, you could trip up on your dog in the yeah. middle of the night. Yeah, some patients say they yeah. trip over the crack in the sidewalk. So yeah. when your balance is off, it, it can be difficult for your brain to make those adjustments quickly. So yes, be very aware of your surroundings and the path that you have to take, for sure. And a lot of times patients say, you know, ask us, can, what drug can we take? Because we always seem to say whatever symptom you have, we can give you a drug for. But unfortunately, there is not one specific drug, even when it comes to steroids. I mean, steroids don't make your balance better. It will make you feel better, and then you feel like you could do more, but we don't have a strictly a medication. It's mostly preventative tips that we give them. And of course, we encourage them to go to physio and do their balance exercises every day. And sometimes if they need an occupational therapist, we refer them to go do a home assessment to see if there's things that they can help them with, whether it's getting in out of the shower and they got that tall lip that they can't always get over or when they're in the shower, it's too hot and then they feel right weak and then they can't, they feel totally off balance then. So presumably for a person who has concerns about this, the main point of contact, the first contact person would be the MS nurse, and they can, you would then refer them to the resources in the community? Yes. Yes, yes absolutely. And, you know, when, when they come to our clinic, we do have a physiotherapist. That's with our MS clinic when they come. So we get everyone seen by physiotherapists when they're in clinic. Okay, very good. Any other final thoughts? Well, Peg we talked Jan? about other things, Peggy and I did. Like, we talked about water aerobics. It's really great for people with balance issues because if they feel off balance, they're just falling in the water. Yep. Yoga is also another thing that we've talked about, which is really important for patients, especially gentle yoga. I mean, yoga kind of gives you that sense of calm and, and helps you with your balance with some of the down dog stuff that they do. You practice your yeah. balance for yeah. sure. Yeah, for sure. Pilates, things like that? Is that uh... Pilates is probably a little intense unless okay. it's a gentle one because Pilates, you have to be very flexible, and a lot of our patients aren't necessarily flexible. So they're better yoga, off with yoga yeah. then? Yoga, definitely. Yoga, okay. you're more able to go at your own pace, pace and yeah. they practice your balance at yoga. It's a big part of yoga, mm -hmm. is practicing your balance, and it has been scientifically shown to help people with their MS symptoms. So yoga is a great option. Okay, good. Mm -hmm. Additional comments? The only thing I, I try to tell my patients, don't think that everything that is going to trigger their imbalance, either balance issues, but they should be mindful of the things that they know are, and especially the things that they can control. So to be, be cautious if you're uh, concerned that, that there may be an issue. Yeah, if you're too hot, too tired. An infection. A lot of people around jostling and nudging you. That, Yeah. Okay, very good. Well, thank you both. I will... That's all we have time for in this podcast, but tune into the other podcasts in this series to learn more about other MS symptoms. I'd like to thank today's guests, Janet Brown from St. John's Newfoundland and Peggy Cook from St. John, New Brunswick. You're welcome, Stephen. This podcast was produced by Anne St. Michel. All of the technical production was by Raphael Cavieri. And a special thanks to Kate Stella for her work on the program. I'm Stephen Matters.